As a follower of Jesus, Scripture makes clear that you need to forgive. Not only that, but Jesus and his apostles teach us how to forgive, giving us prayers to pray, ways to see things, actions to take to forgive the way that God intends for us to, the way God forgives us. Scripture also tells us why to forgive. And we forgive the way we do to be obedient to Jesus and for the good of others. Just listen to how Jesus' Apostle Paul addresses this in the New Testament letter of 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, starting with the first verse, where Paul said, For I made up my mind not to make another painful visit to you. For if I cause you pain, who is there to make me glad but the one whom I have pained? And I wrote as I did, so that when I came, I might not suffer pain from those who should have made me rejoice. For I felt sure of all of you that my joy would be the joy of you all. For I wrote to you out of much affliction and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Now, if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, to all of you. For such a one, this punishment by the majority is enough. So you should rather turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So I beg to reaffirm your love for him. For this is why I wrote that I might test you and know whether you are obedient. In everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I've forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan. For we are not ignorant of his designs. Why do we forgive? Well, we forgive because that's what obedience to Jesus demands of us. But the ones that he inspires to write this to us don't just tell us that, they practice it themselves. We don't know exactly what the one who committed the wrong that Paul refers to here did, but there's lots of possibilities as we read First and Second Corinthians. We know this was a church that was very special to Paul. It was a place that he had spent a year and a half to help plant. But he had a lot of anxiety over what was happening here. And he had some people that were rejecting his authority, that were trying to get the congregation to just cut him loose and go a different direction, to not follow his leadership, his teaching and instruction about how to follow Jesus, even though he was the first one to ever tell them about Jesus to begin with. And that hurt for Paul. That was a painful situation to be in. That's not the kind of relationship that he wanted to have with this congregation much like many of us find ourselves in places where we're faced with things that we don't want to have to deal with between us and our spouse. We have relationship between us and our parents or us and our children that would never be what we want to have, and it hurts. But we forgive to be obedient to Jesus. You see, what good is it 
to be a church, to profess, to follow the Bible, to be followers of the teaching of Jesus, if within that church, anytime we have a disagreement, anytime our personal preferences collide, we cut and run. We go to another church, or perhaps we even split and start a whole other congregation. If we can't be obedient in what Jesus teaches us about forgiveness and what the apostles show us about how that should be done, are we really being obedient in anything that Jesus says? You see, we forgive because it tests our true obedience, our true loyalty to Jesus. Because if we can follow what he says in some of those most difficult, most painful of situations, then you know our devotion to him is genuine. We forgive because we as human beings need forgiveness. Even the one who has wronged us needs to be forgiven. They need to have that experience of knowing that love and grace are not conditional on perfect behavior, but that even when we mess up, when we repent, there's hope. When we repent, things can change and we can rebuild and move forward. We forgive because other people need to see that too, because we're all going to mess up. It won't just be the child you're disciplining that messes up. It'll be their siblings that are watching. And how we handle that. And how when someone repents, they receive forgiveness. How they receive comfort and love is reaffirmed. We'll give other children in our household, we'll give other sinners in our life the confidence to know that change is possible. That you can confess, that you can share, and it's not held over your head. You're not beat up with it but that you receive love and hope and that change can occur. When we forgive that way, it's for everyone's good. It gives opportunity for that sort of love and that sort of grace to well out of us. It makes us communities in our homes, in our congregations, where people can come and be treated a way that they've never been treated before because no matter who they were or what they've done, change is possible because Jesus is helping to make that change possible because Jesus's people are embodying that love and grace towards one another.